Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Marriage support and divorce coaching may not be needed by you personally, but almost everyone knows someone dealing with the trials of this difficult journey. Please share this podcast with someone you know who might be dealing with the challenges of divorce or a difficult marriage. The tools that I have are life-changing, and I know this because I have experienced this in my own life, and I have seen it in the lives of my clients, and I want to share these tools with everyone that can benefit from them. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. Today, I am talking about fear and uh, it's just something that's been on my mind. I've been working with several people that are um, dealing with a lot of fear and the world is crazy right now. We've got a lot of things going on that are scary. You know, we have war and we're not sure exactly what that's going to mean for all of us in different ways. We have inflation and, you know, people are worried about the election and there's just so many things that are going on in the world. And I think it's important that we address how we deal with our fear. It's so important that you learn some healthy habits and techniques. And that's what I want to teach you today are some tools that you can use to process your fear and handle it in constructive ways. All right. It's part of our human experience to have fear. You know, sometimes we feel a lot more of it than others because of what's going on in our personal lives or what's going on in the world. It's an important thing to understand that it just happens in your mind. There really isn't fear out in the world going on or happening. It happens in our mind. It's something that we're anticipating. We're causing ourselves to believe could happen. It's unnecessary. A lot of it is so harmful to your body physically, emotionally, mentally. It takes so much of your energy and it just doesn't serve you. And I understand that it's normal and natural and some people, you know, are very fearful and others aren't naturally, but if you can learn to identify it and understand what causes you fear, what exactly, you know, brings up those strong emotions for you, then you can better handle it in your own life. It's a really good thing to be aware of and pay attention to. It will help you if you take a little bit of time to pay attention to your fears, why you're having them, and take these tools and apply them in your life. One of the most common things that people do when they feel fear in their life is react to it. And it's interesting because you don't react to fear in a way that, um, first of all, not everyone reacts the same, and it's not necessarily but it doesn't show up like watching a scary movie or being in a, you know, an eerie or spooky environment. It comes out in other ways. I heard someone the other day in a training session that I was doing say that there really are only two emotions, fear and love. It's such a good thought to consider that 
many of our negative emotions, anger and frustration and hostility and impatience, they probably originate in fear. If you think about what you're angry about or, you know, exactly what you're frustrated about, it probably comes from fear of something, of being disrespected or um, being unsafe or unloved, whatever it is. So it's a, it's a really um, important topic to discuss and apply. When you see people acting out in your life, when you see people acting out in road rage, they could be dealing with a lot of fear. The root of it, and for yourself, could be fear. A lot of times it comes out when you're just reacting to it as aggression. It's interesting. It doesn't show up the way that you would think that it would. But it's good for you to just be aware of when you feel like these bubbles of powerful emotions rise up in yourself. It's a good sign that you've got some unprocessed emotion that you should probably take a look at. The second thing that I've noticed people do is they try to avoid it. If they're having fear, they try to pretend like it's not there and hold it in and act like it's not a big deal. I'm strong. I've got this. I've got it covered. And then what happens, it will pop up in other ways. You guys may have heard me explain this before. When you're avoiding or resisting dealing with your emotions, it's sort of like pressing a water balloon below the surface of the water or a big beach ball. You're trying to pretend like it's not there. So you're going to push it down and press it under the water and push it away. It's going to pop up at some time. So it's not a healthy way to handle it by pushing it away. Many times we're not aware that that's what we're doing. We're just not in touch with ourselves. We're not paying attention to what we're actually feeling with many people that are new to coaching and many of my new clients and uh, many people that are just kind of coming along this journey of self-discovery. I've realized they're not really aware of themselves. They're not really paying attention to how they're feeling. You could be dealing with fear and not aware of it. And it could be coming out in other ways like aggression and anger and frustration or even sadness or depression. If you're new to this journey of becoming more aware of your thoughts and intentional with everything in your life, one of the first things that can help you is to really just start paying attention to how you're feeling, asking yourself several times a day, what am I feeling now? Why am I feeling that way? It's a really good way to kind of get your finger on the pulse of what's going on with your mind, with your body, especially if you're having uncontrolled outbursts or you're, you know, getting upset, overly upset over things that seem small, even having blowups with people that you care about and you're unhappy about that. That would be a good time to start asking yourself some questions. What am I really upset about and what's going on with me? And it might take some time. I have a client that I've been working with for several months now who's really just starting to figure out what the underlying issues are going on in her life because she really hasn't given herself, I guess, the freedom or the privilege of paying attention and really asking herself, what am I feeling now and why? So that's a good place to start if you happen to be there. Another way that fear can show up in your life is if you obsess over it. If you notice that you keep thinking over and over and over about something that could happen and it almost immobilizes you, it could be the news. 
I've noticed that there are people that become so consumed with it that it dominates their life and, you know, getting the update on the war with Ukraine or whatever's happening in politics, COVID or whatever it is, that obsession with knowing what is happening could be fueling the fear. And you might be feeling like if I don't check on that, if I don't know the latest update, then something bad might happen to me. I might not know what's coming. Something that might help you is taking a break or at least putting some controls on how much of the news you consume. So these are just signs that might show up in your life that you have fear that you're not dealing with. Okay. So if any of this describes you or you recognize that you do some of these things, you're in the right place. I can help you. I really want to help you understand how to process your fear. The very first step to processing it is acknowledging it, recognizing that you're dealing with fear and the examples that I gave you of ways that it might show up in your life. Those are like the symptoms that you might start to pay attention to and notice as you process it and learn how to recognize it and follow the steps that I'm going to give you. It will lessen. I promise you're going to feel less fear and you'll be able to channel these emotions that you're feeling in more positive ways and not be stuck dealing with just this, you know, fear in your body. So as with all intentional thought work, the first step is always awareness, noticing where fear is coming up for you. All right. I want you to give yourself permission to be afraid of anything. I want you to have compassion with yourself. You may have heard me talk about this before in other podcasts or group calls. If you have harsh judgments about yourself, like I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't think that way. That's illogical. Then you're going to be less in touch with what you're really feeling. You're going to be less likely to allow yourself to just admit what it is you're feeling inside. And if you're even bullying yourself by saying you shouldn't feel that way, or that's not okay, healthy people or normal people don't think that way, you shouldn't be afraid of that, or that's not a big deal. It's going to stop you from really figuring out what's going on with yourself. I want you to pay attention to what's going on, but I also want you to have compassion for yourself. I want you to say to yourself, it's fine. Whatever I'm thinking or feeling is fine. There's no wrong feeling. There's no wrong thought. There are thoughts that serve us well, and there are thoughts that don't. I like to say that it's like clothing. Our thoughts are like clothing, except we don't get to see what they look like, but we can practice trying on different thoughts, just like clothing, try them on and describe or notice how it makes us feel. There are definitely thoughts that feel better and thoughts that don't feel good. And if you're dealing with a lot of fear right now, you have thoughts that aren't serving you. They're not flattering and they don't look good or feel good on you. This can help you uncover what they really are. I want to just remind you that there is no fear out in the world. Fear happens in the mind. That is something that you are creating for yourself. Now you may have a good reason for it. We all have experienced traumas in our lives. We all have reasons to be afraid and feel fear. So I'm not saying that so that you will dismiss it. I want to remind you of that so that you recognize 
it's not going on outside of you and no one is feeling exactly what you feel exactly the same way that you do. And that's good because when you try on different thoughts about your fear, you can find thoughts that serve you better, that feel better, that help you feel better. Even if you have fear, even if it's still going on for you, you can find ways to live with that fear and manage it in healthier ways than what you are now. So I remind you that it's only in your mind just so that you recognize you can change what's going on in your mind. You can change your thoughts and try on different thoughts. One of the ways that we do this by becoming aware of it and figuring out what's really going on underneath is I want you to think about it. Just sit down and give yourself permission. What is it that I'm afraid of? What is causing fear for me? All right. It's part of the human experience. It's normal. Scared is a natural feeling, but it's also just a vibration in your body. That's all. The thought in your mind is causing a vibration or a sensation in your body that we describe as fear. That's all it is. So it can't hurt you without your mind driving that those thoughts. It's important that you overcome any thoughts you have about feeling your fear. So the first step was to acknowledge it. The next step is processing it or feeling it, allowing yourself to just feel afraid of whatever it is that is causing you fear. And for some people, this takes some practice because we're so used to reacting to it and avoiding it and suppressing it. A lot of times we don't just feel it. We don't allow ourselves to just feel the feeling. We're running from it so much. That's the second step is to feel it. And for some people that might be crying, for others, it might be shaking. It could be really subtle for you. You're going to have to really fight that desire, that natural feeling that you might have to resist it or avoid it. Okay. So you, you just need to go ahead and embrace it and allow yourself to feel that feeling of afraid and just sit with it. You may want to, you know, meditate with your eyes closed. You may want to go in a place alone and, and think about whatever it is that makes you feel afraid. And then just notice where it is in your body. Notice what it feels like. Notice how your breathing is. And if you feel like a sinking feeling in your stomach or tightness in your shoulders or your neck, pay attention to where it is and just breathe and allow yourself to feel afraid. You can even say, I feel afraid right now and I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with being afraid. I'm feeling afraid right now and just allow it to be there. Recognize what it feels like and feel that emotion. Once you have opened yourself up to just feeling the feeling and not running away from it or resisting or avoiding it, and you are allowing yourself to think the thoughts that cause you fear with compassion and not judgment, you're going to notice that it just goes down a couple of notches, that it's okay to sit with it and feel it without any judgment or without resisting. It will help it calm down will help that feeling to settle in you. I want you to think of talking to yourself as the little child that you were, maybe when you were five years old and say, what's the matter? 
What's the matter, love? You can talk like you're talking to a child. What's going on? I'm scared of this. All right. Even if it sounds ridiculous or something that you feel like adults shouldn't be afraid of, honor it. Don't judge yourself. Have compassion. And then I want you to write down the top three thoughts that are scaring you. The top three things that you feel like you're afraid of. And for a lot of people, it might be, I'm afraid of getting sick. I'm afraid of losing my job, losing my home. I'm scared that of other people getting hurt or being mistreated. I'm afraid of my family or loved ones getting hurt or, you know, dying. Whatever it is, I want you to write down those top three thoughts that are causing you fear. Okay. And just allow whatever it is. Don't judge. Just allow that. And then keep breathing and saying, I'm feeling fear right now. And just think about those three things that you're afraid of. What if none of those things were ever going to happen, right? Just consider that thought. Just like I said earlier, the most important thing to do is become aware of it and acknowledge it. As with all thought work, we want to separate out the facts from your story about the facts or the thought about it. So let's say if you're afraid of getting sick, you need to separate out, am I sick now? And all the things you're thinking about, could I be sick or what if this happened? And, you know, just get really factual about the present. I'm 49 years old and I live here and my health is, and I have these conditions, like the facts about the situation and everything else is your story about your health. And those stories, just like clothing, they could be causing you to add additional fear. Even if you have health problems or, you know, you have diabetes or you have, you know, a whole list of health problems. Those are the facts and the facts alone don't scare you. They're not going to cause you to be afraid. It's your thoughts about them that cause you to be afraid. Let's say you're worried about hurricanes. You're worried about the weather and a hurricane coming and knocking your house down, right? If you can separate out that there are hurricanes in the world and they happen, that's a fact. But right now we're not having a hurricane. We're not in the midst of a hurricane. And you probably have a lot of thoughts about that that just aren't true. Like there have been before and it's hurricane season and we know, you know, the damage it can cause, right? But if you can make a list of the facts about whatever it is you're afraid of, and then your story about it or your thoughts about it, it can help you recognize those thoughts that you're wearing that aren't serving you. And a lot of times we have this tendency in our mind to add extra fear on top of the fear that we already have over our health or over the weather with our imagination. We imagine in the future that something terrible could happen, that the hurricane could knock down all the homes in our area or I could get very sick and, you know, lose my job and my house. And we just imagine the future could be much worse than whatever is happening in the present. And so we scare ourselves and have additional fear based on those thoughts. Remember, fear only happens in our mind. Okay. And something that I've found that's really helpful when I'm helping my clients process fear is to come right now to the present. And practice feeling peace. We live in such a hurried, busy world 
that unless you force yourself to do that once or twice a day to meditate or maybe in prayer, sometimes even in prayer, you may not even take the time to really just focus on the present and pull yourself out of your thoughts. It can help you so much. So I call this practicing peace. It works really well with my clients when you're feeling fear or like when you're working through your list and you're separating out the facts and the thoughts about it. And if you start imagining the future is going to be, you know, horrible and terrible, and then you scare yourself even more, it's really good to pull yourself back to the present, right to where you are right now and think about everything that you have right now. And most of the time for most people, you have everything you need right now. Okay. You can still feel the fear, whatever. Don't talk yourself out of whatever fear you're feeling when you're in the process of writing down your three things and separating out the facts from the thoughts. You can feel that, but I want you to practice peace by coming right into the present, looking, let's say looking outside and saying the sky is blue and I am sitting in my home and I am safe and nothing is hurting me right now. I am safe in this moment. I can handle this moment. I am handling this moment. I have clothes that I need and I have a home and I have shelter and I have food and I'm not sick right now. I'm healthy right now and I'm not hurting right now. And I'm capable right now of handling everything that is happening in my life. Right this minute, when you pull yourself right to the present, and you really focus on having peace and you look around you at hopefully you're in a peaceful environment. And if not, try to get yourself in one and, and just be grateful for what you have right now in this moment. Practice having peace. It can help you accept that you also have fear about things that you worry about, about the future or about the weather or about your health. And you can accept, I'm feeling afraid. I'm feeling fear, but I also am at peace. You can have both of those things. And if you can get to the point where you feel both of those things, where you can bring yourself right to the present and practice feeling peace right now, also you can feel afraid about the things that bring you fear. But if you can feel peace too, then it helps you lessen it. It helps you not let fear dominate your life and drive everything that you're doing and rob you of that peace. That's what we need. That's what we thrive on. If you can practice having peace and also acknowledge whatever you're afraid of, whatever you're feeling, then that's a way to process the fear. That's a way to lessen it, to not let your life be driven by that fear, to not let that be the driving force. It can really help you be empowered and reminded that much more of the time, you have everything you need. There may be times when you're sick or there may be times when there are hurricanes, but the majority of the time you are capable and whole and healthy, safe. And so when you remind yourself of that, it lessens the fear and it empowers you to be confident going forward. And hopefully some of those thoughts that you have about the future, the things that we imagine, they're less scary. It takes courage to practice this. It takes a willingness to let all of those emotions come up and just let them be and acknowledge them. It's not natural. I don't think we would naturally 
do that for ourselves without putting some effort into it. If you've been listening and following along, I hope that you're going to practice this and I hope that you will feel the difference in your life. I know that you will feel the difference if you practice this. Okay. I want to give you some takeaways after this is all over. If you can just remember a couple of things, I think that'll be good. First thing, pay attention and notice what you're afraid of with compassion. All right. Don't be afraid to say it, whatever it is, even if it's silly, think of talking to yourself as the little five or six or seven-year-old child that you used to be and saying, what's going on? What's happening? What are you afraid of in your mind? All right. The second step is allowing yourself to feel it. Just don't try to run away. Don't try to push under the water. Don't try to pretend like you're fine and it doesn't bother you and don't react. Don't just, you know, jump straight to anger or frustration or hatred. Sometimes with politics, that's what happens with people. Just allow yourself to feel it. Okay. Third takeaway, write down your top three fears and separate out the thoughts that you're having about your fear and the facts, actual verifiable facts. And if you don't remember, we like to say that those are things that can be proven in a court of law or that everyone in the world would agree on, like the temperature outside or the date, something that's indisputable. Everything else is probably your opinion about it or a story that you're telling yourself about it. All right. And number four, I want you to use that energy to do something good. When you get to that place where you're at peace, but you also feel some fear and you're working through that. If you can take that anxiety or vibration that you're feeling in your body, whatever it's causing for you, however you feel about it, some people would describe that as anxiousness or anxiety. Um, if you can take it and channel it into something productive, um, like serving others or writing, if it helps you to write about it, focus on your work. If you can channel that fear energy in a positive direction, you will feel so much better. It will feel productive. Um, and if you think about it, a lot of times doing something worthy or something worthwhile, reaching a big goal, it takes some you know, anxiety to get there. It takes some courage. It takes a little bit of fear to make a big goal or to go out and do something scary, but you need that to get there. So if you're feeling fear anyway, and you can get to a comfortable place when you practice peace and you also have a little bit of fear or you're dealing with that emotion, if you can take that bit of emotion and channel it in a positive way to help you reach your goals, then you're going to feel so much better. The emotion that you're dealing with, the heaviness, or maybe the worry, the sleepless nights that you might be feeling from fear, or it might be just running in the background all the time that you're worried about things and you're thinking things, all of that's going to fade away when you take these steps and work through it and separate out the facts and really address those top three things that are bothering you, then it's going to be a whole lot less fear, the emotion of it that you're dealing with. And what is left, if you can channel it and use it in a positive direction to either accomplish your work or do good for others, do something scary, do something that you know, you're afraid to do, set a big goal, try something new. If you can take that little bit of fear and channel it in a positive direction, you're going to feel so much better in your life. I think this is something that we all need to work on right now in the world that we're living in. 
there's a lot of things that have never happened before with the economy and fuel prices and all of the things. It seems like we're at a really heightened sense of fear and more and more people are feeling more of it. What I want to accomplish today is to help you handle it in healthy ways and channel that emotion in a positive way. Also practice feeling it in your body so that you're not crippled with it, so that it's not debilitating and stopping you from enjoying your life because there's so much beauty out there. There's so much goodness still in the world. You're not going to hear about it on the news and you're probably not going to feel it unless you intentionally try to and look for it. So um, I'll leave you with that. That's my last challenge for today. Look for the good. Don't let the scary things out there dominate your thoughts. And maybe that means turning off the news and doing something good for yourself. So thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate you guys being here. Have a great week, guys. Bye, y'all. Are you struggling with the trials of divorce? There is a path to find joy in your journey. I would love to help you. Go to jenzingmark.com to get all the info. There you'll find a free download to help you start thinking happier thoughts today. And you can sign up to receive my weekly newsletter. If you like what you've heard here and want to dive deeper into this work, sign up for a free mini session with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.